Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life podcast. I am so sorry I missed my time with you guys last week, but I had no voice. Um, today marks two day, two weeks that I haven't really had a voice. Um, it's kind of coming back. So today's episode will likely be shorter than normal. Um, I did so much talking this week that every ounce of voice I had back is pretty much gone again. Um, I had my first week of intuitive boot camp, and then I did quite a few readings as well. And you guys, I just want to say thank you so much. I opened up 15 reading spots for the summer, and they sold out in less than a day and a half. Like, I'm just blown away and so grateful and so honored that I get to continuously do this work. Today, if it sounds a little funny in the background, I am at the beach. I needed just an hour by myself to really rest and recollect myself. You know, I think the reason that I got sick in the first place was because I was on the verge of burnout and I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't listening to all the signs that I got to slow down and I just kept going and going and going, whether it was with sessions, you know, it takes a lot of energy to connect with spirit or whether it was working out when I shouldn't have been or just doing all of these things. You know, we had so many events back to back to back and there was baseball all the time and sitting in baseball in the rain and it was just nonstop go, go, go. And I fully believe that when we don't listen to what our body is trying to tell us, our body will slow us down for us. And that's exactly what happened to me. And so I'm really trying to take it as easy as I can this week, listen to my body, rest when I need to, rest my voice when I need to. That said, I really missed the podcast and I made a commitment to show up every week and I didn't like missing last week. So this week, we're going to talk about clairsentience, one of the four main clairs, the four main intuitive gifts. And clairsentience is the gift of clear feeling. Empathic people, you probably know this feeling. When you get a feeling in your chest or a feeling in your stomach, or when you start taking on the moods and emotions of other people. Being an empath is essentially being clairsentient, but people whose strongest gift is clairsentience, feel next level, okay? I fully believe that we are all empathic beings because we are all energetic beings. And so we're always exchanging energy. We're always feeling into others' energy. Everything everyone has energy is energy. And so when we think about the word empath, we're all empathic right? Some of us are much stronger empaths than others are, but that doesn't mean that, you know, one is better than the other. In fact, being empathic is sometimes looked at as a curse because you feel so much, you take on so much. And to be quite honest with you, unmanaged empaths, they get sick a lot more often than other people. And I believe that this is why, if you've heard me talk before, before I started this journey, I was constantly sick. And I know it's funny to say since I'm getting over something right now, but that too just kind of validates my point. 
before I was managing my intuitive gifts, I wasn't protecting my energy ever. And so I was just taking on and taking on and taking on. And believe it or not, your energetic body directly connects to your physical body. You can go back to the chakras um, podcast and listen to that. And then I also have a really good chakras 101 course that goes into all of the different chakras and how they specifically connect to the physical body. So that being said, when you are empathic and your gifts are unmanaged, it is easier to get sick more often. It is easier to get burnt out more often because you're taking on all this stuff like a sponge and you don't know that you need to squeeze that sponge out. You need to let all of those things go. We can do this with setting boundaries. We can do this by cord cutting. Um, I know that concept may sound foreign, but cord cutting is essentially going into meditation, asking your guides who and what you're still connected to, who and what you're holding on to, and then doing the actual energetic work to cut that cord and call your energy back to you. Now, when you are a mostly clairsentient being, or clairsentience is your strongest gift, I should say, you're going to feel next level. So this means you're going to walk into a room. You're going to know whether there was just an argument in there. You might use this gift. Um, this gift helped me a lot when I was looking for a house. When you go house hunting, when you walk into a home, even as you approach the property, sometimes you might feel whether that property has good energy, bad energy, whether there's spirit hanging around. And I'll get a little bit more into that in a second or just whether it's meant for you, okay? Because we feel things. We may not know what we're feeling. We may not know where it's coming from, but we can sense the energy of a place, of a property, and yes, of course, of people. We can sense whether somebody's telling us the truth. We can sense whether somebody's, you know, hiding, whether the perception that they're giving is actually what they're feeling. We feel energy. And if you're a clairvoyant and clairsentient person, then you might actually feel that person's energy. And whether you think that you're seeing it or not, you might actually, quote unquote, clairvoyantly see internally like a color or a grayness or a haze around them, okay? And this is you actually seeing their energy. So clairvoyance, or sorry, clairsentience is a really great gift. It's a really good gift that we can tap into at any time without actually having to go into a full-blown meditation. You have probably heard that the stomach acts as a second brain. Well, if you're a clairsentient person, then you know that that is 100% true. Your stomach, your gut, it's really the solar plexus is what we're, what we're feeling from. Your solar plexus and your heart center, they're going to give you the information that you need. And so again, you might not know if you don't know how to tune into these. And you guys know, I always recommend if you really want to learn how to utilize those gifts and how to get the messages through the gifts that you have, intuitive development course. Um, it's available on the site right now. There's a $200 off code. I think it's $200 off code in the show notes. Um, I'll paste that below. So you can actually go in here and you're going to learn about all four of the Claire's how they show up, how to utilize them, and how to actually get messages. So if you're a clairsentient person, you can get messages through receiving this energy. 
right? But as I just want to help you today to understand if you are a clairsentient person and if this might be one of your strongest gifts. So if you're someone that can walk into a room and you can sense and know whether there was just an argument in that room or maybe even if there was just a celebration or really good energy in that room. I know for my house, I went to many different houses when we were looking for our home. And one of them, I walked in the front door and I walked out because there was just such a heaviness, a darkness. It was in the it was in the neighborhood I wanted. It was bigger than I wanted. It was everything that I wanted. The energy of that home was awful, awful. But then my home didn't even have pictures. It said sold as is. It was way underpriced for the neighborhood. My realtor and my husband didn't want to look at it. And I was like, no, guys, we're going. We pulled up and I knew that was our house. I had decided that I wanted to buy a house from some from people that were in love. I wanted to have a house that had a lot of good energy, that had a lot of plants. I wanted... I just wanted so much good energy and I wanted to know it when I walked in the door. And that is exactly what I got. I walked in the door and I just felt it. I knew it was our home. I knew the people there were in love. I just, I just knew it. And that's the house that we got. <clears throat> and so this gift comes in handy all the time. It comes in handy when you're interviewing for a job or when you're interviewing people. And let me get something straight with you. It's not judgment. There's difference between being clairsentient and tuning into your clairsentient gifts and being in judgment. And so one way to kind of, if you're talking to somebody or you're working with somebody or you're listening to somebody and you're questioning yourself about whether you're judging them or whether this is an intuitive hit, then I want you to tell your ego to step back, step back, step back as to view them through the eyes of your higher self, as to receive these clairsentient messages through the eyes of your higher self. And you will be given the answer every single time. You will be able to feel whether you are coming from judgment. You will be given a mirror. If you're coming from judgment, your higher self will give you a mirror. If you're coming from judgment, your higher self will give you an entirely different perspective. If you're not coming from judgment, then you're likely going to feel very similar things that you already were feeling and just kind of get those, you know, <laughs> those energetic red flags to back away. Maybe this person or this situation isn't for you. Okay. Other signs that you're clairsentient, you can feel when someone is lying. You can feel when someone is sad. You can feel what needs to be done, what needs to be said, what someone needs to hear. And this is different from clairaudience. Clairaudiences, you're going to hear what they need to hear. Clairsentience is feeling that you need to support them, feeling that you need to help them. Clairsentient people are the healers. They are the empathic ones. Clairsentient people are often going to be in jobs. And this isn't a blanket statement, but you will find a lot of clairsentient, a lot of empathic people in service jobs. So in jobs like doctors, nurses, EMS, firefighters, police officers, things like that. And then of course, light workers, um, massage therapists, things like this, where they are helping people through something, where they're helping people to heal. Clairsentient people are the natural healers, okay? It's just, it's there. We all are that are intuitive, um, but they generally work more physically with people to help them heal, if that makes sense. Clairsentient people, you get to work a lot with your heart and your solar plexus chakras. 
these chakras take on so much and need to be cleared out and tuned into regularly, okay? It's easy to take so much on that you start subconsciously blocking yourself. And you don't want to do that because you're still going to take stuff on, but you're going to start feeling moody, emotional, um, maybe even angry. And when you're feeling these things and you don't know where they're coming from, take a minute to sit down, get really, really grounded. You always hear me say ground, clear, connect, protect, get really, really grounded. Ask your guides, ask your team, ask your higher self to show you whose energy this is. Where did you pick it up? And maybe you see a scene from the grocery store. Maybe you see someone you love. Maybe you see you know, a specific thing on your Facebook page. We pick up so much energy from the internet, you guys. And that's a big reason why you don't really see me show up on social media very often. You'll see me on my stories because I don't have to go through my feed. Um, the social, all social media is still very much an energetic exchange, okay? And so clairsentient people, it's really good for you to learn boundaries as in you don't always have to give people access to you. This is something that I talk to my husband about all the time. He's so empathic. He is a firefighter. He is a tourist. Like he just meets all of the criteria for being clairsentient and being as empathic as they come, but he doesn't have good boundaries. He, he's always there for people. And I love that about him but he doesn't know when to tune out. He doesn't know when to stop. He allows himself to get completely bogged down, completely overwhelmed, and he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing until, you know, he's burnt out. And this can make us depressed. This can make us anxious. And so what I always tell him, like he will respond to a text message immediately. And I always tell him, I'm like, hey, you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to always be available immediately for people. You can be in the present. You can be with us. You can, that person, if they really needed something, they would have called you. They can wait. You can help them later. And he always says, I know, I know I'm working on it. I just, I can't, like, I always feel like I need to reply immediately. And it's something that he used to say to me. He's like, well, you're not texting that person back or who texts you or whatever. If he hears my phone go off and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not looking at my phone right now. I'm not working right now. I'm with my family right now, or I'm with my friends right now, or whatever. I'm like, I don't need to look at my phone right now. I don't need to always be available. I need to be available for the people in front of me. I need to be available for me. And if my energy is so pulled in all these different directions, and I'm not fully there for anyone, am I? And so that's something I want you guys to think about too, is just what is your availability as a clear as anyone, but specifically as a clear sentient person whose energy, who's taking on energy all the time anyway, where is your energy? Who's pulling at your energy? If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't have any clear reason or clear direction for it, where is your energy? Who's in your energy? Who's pulling at your energy? Okay. Open apps, open social media, always being available. Those things, they pull at your energy. And so clairsentient people, when you go home at night after your job or when you clock out for the day, if you have your own business, I want you to take a minute to just breathe. And again, ground, clear, connect, protect, and call back your energy. You can see this as little like filaments, like a spider web. You can see it as like cotton candy. That's one that my mentor taught me that works really well for me. 
and visualize it like coming back into you. Like it's scattered all about, it's everywhere. It's at the store, it's with this person, it's with that person, it's from 10 years ago. Just visualize it coming back, coming back, coming back and really wrapping up in your heart center, in your solar plexus, like a big thing of cotton candy and then protect your energy. This will do wonders for you. It will preserve your energy. It will lift you back up. It will give you a little bit more energy, okay? And so clairsentient people, you can, in fact, be clairsentient and give whole readings. So if that's what you're into, if you're into the more woo-woo stuff and not just the energy management and being able to function like a normal person when you are a intense empath, right? If you're a little bit more into the woo-woo, I use my clairsentience to give messages during my readings. I really use a combination of all my clairs, which is why I teach in my intuitive development course and why I teach my coaching students that we're going to use all of our clairs, but we're going to focus on the strongest two because as we build those, the others will naturally and organically open up. You guys hear me say that all the time. But when I'm sitting in meditation or when I'm sitting in a reading, I get the visuals but I'm feeling at the same time I'm getting the visuals. So I kind of use two or three different clairs at one time to put together a whole message. Like each piece, each clair gives me a little bit of a puzzle piece and then they all put the messages together. Does that make sense? And so I want you to start tuning into like number one, am I in judgment or is this a clairsentient hit? Start telling your ego to step back, start asking your higher self and your guides for the message. Listen to your gut. The more that you listen to these gut feelings, these heart feelings, I know so often people say, listen to your your head and not your heart. No, listen to your heart. Listen to what your gut, listen to what your intuition is trying to tell you. When your life is divinely led, it flows so much easier. When you listen to the hits that you're given, you don't have to look back in a couple of weeks and say, oh, I knew I should have listened to that. Or a couple of months, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done this. I, I knew it. I felt it over and over again, but I did it anyways. When you listen and you're divinely led, life is easier. The more that you pay attention to that, more that you trust it, the more hits you're going to be given. And so your intuition naturally expands. It naturally gets easier and easier and easier to recognize, easier and easier and easier to heal, hear, feel, know, see, you know, whatever your clear is, but you got to make space for it and you got to start paying attention to it. And the best way to do that is to ask and to listen and to follow it, whether it makes sense or not. I kept hearing to open up readings. Honestly, for the past two months, I've been hearing open up readings, open up readings. And I felt like, you know, I'm really focused on coaching and I have this boot camp that I'm launching and I have a lot of things going on and I'm just not ready to open up um, readings. And then I go to my brother's wedding. If you saw my Instagram post the other day, you know what I'm talking about. I go to my brother's wedding who... He kind of laughed when I told him what I was going to do. He's totally where he was, totally atheist and loves to debate and loves to talk politics. Like he is a genius, super freak of a man. And I love how smart he is, but that's always kind of been a challenge for me or maybe for him, I guess you could say, because he's so logical, right? And so when he came up to me at his wedding, he goes, oh, I just want to let you know that most of the people here know you as a medium. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally not how I lead conversations. I like people to get to know me first. <laughs> um, but he's like, well, you know, like, <clears throat> excuse me. He's like, my wife's family, like, they're just really into it. And I told them all about you. And he's like, honestly, I want a reading. I'm ready for a reading. I'm really afraid of what I'm going to hear, but I think it could really help me. And I'm just really ready to hear it. And I had this recent experience and he went into this very spiritual experience that he had and I told him all about his solar plexus and stuff like that and so that was kind of my push that was finally my push to like you know what it's okay like the universe is telling you that this man who really didn't believe in anything before who's always supported me because he's my brother but he didn't necessarily believe in it is now telling me that he wants a reading and he's telling me that the, his whole extended family knows what I do and that was the push that I needed from the universe. And so the reason I'm telling you this is I kept getting the message over and over and over again, but I kept making excuses about why I wasn't ready. And then I finally was like, okay, you know what? This work, it is healing and clearly people need it right now. Or I wouldn't keep getting the messages and I wouldn't keep hearing from different people that they want readings. And I've had friends reaching out to me and now my brother, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I did, and then they all sold out in a day and a half. Like, that is amazing. It's still hard to wrap my mind around, and I'm so grateful. And I've given a couple of readings over the past couple of days, and they have blown my clients and myself away. And so what I'm saying to you is, if you want to tune into your intuition, ask for the guidance, then listen for the guidance, then follow the guidance. The more guidance you're given, or the more guidance you pay attention to, the more guidance you're going to be given. And so, okay. So the reason that I started today's episode on clairsentience is because my clairsentience has been kicking in so much over the past couple of days. And there was one major thing that I didn't mention in this podcast. So this is a little bonus or a part two, if you will. Clairsentient people you've probably felt throughout life like you've been watched. Like someone is standing behind you and there's no one behind you. Like you keep looking around or you feel someone standing there or you even feel footsteps or you feel a tap or tingles on your skin or things like that. That is also your clairsentience. Clairsentience is clear feeling. And for the past, you know, like I said, I think it's like the past day or two, I have been feeling someone behind me. I have been feeling someone poke my shoulder. I have been seeing flickers out of the corner of my eye of light, which is actually clairvoyance. And so I know that someone is with me. I just get to sit down and tune in and figure out who that person is and what they want. Um, your clairsentience also can show up by, you know, like feeling like someone's following you and then you turn around and no one's there taking a shower and feeling like you're not alone or feeling like someone's in the next room and then no one was ever there. Clairsentience feels like tingles on the top of your head, tingles on your skin. It can feel like taps on the shoulder. It can feel very physical is what I'm trying to say. Clairsentience feels like maybe you're actually being touched or like at someone is actually with you. And very clairsentient people, when it comes to spirit, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, when it comes to spirit, that is how you will know that someone's with you. Your job then is to figure out who they are and what they want. And you do this by tapping into your clairsentience, by using the methods that I teach in the intuitive development course, by meditating, by just slowing down, 
asking the right questions, being willing to be available for the guidance, but always remembering to ground, clear, connect, and protect your energy first. And so this was just a little snippet. I was losing my voice earlier. I gave it a a rest for a little bit, but this was the main reason why I recorded this episode today is because I know that someone has been with me the past few days. I've been feeling them. And when you are clairsentient, you're going to feel things like this too. This was something I experienced my whole life. I always felt like someone was there. Someone was watching me. Like I wasn't alone when I was home alone. Um, Things like that. So if you've felt things like that, if you've had feelings of being watched and no one's there, if you feel like even like you have a haunted house because somebody, you feel like someone's there with you, then chances are you're clairsentient and you get to look into that. Okay, you guys, I have a couple more blogs um, on the site about clairsentience and being an empath. I think my voice has about had it for now. I can feel myself trying to cough and my voice kind of straining. So I love you. I hope that this episode on clairsentience has helped you out. I'll link a couple of those blogs in the show notes. And again, remember, if you want to learn more about your intuitive gifts, how to open them and utilize them for readings and beyond that, really just for your daily life, your everyday life, check out the intuitive development course. I'll talk to you guys next time.